everyone. Welcome to the Possibilities, Options, and Dreams podcast with the Entrepreneur Source, where we empower individuals to identify, pursue, and achieve their dreams of self-sufficiency. Melissa Pang and Mary Pang. Here today, we are with the Entrepreneur Source. We have both been um, a member of the SourceLink team for a little over five years, and we work with all of our franchisor members, um, as well as our coaches, and we are absolutely excited to be uh, speaking about this book right here. And we're going to be diving in a little bit more. Uh, it's called Your Career 2.0, A Survival Guide for the Battered Career and Investor Syndrome. And today we're going to be talking about turning sand into pearls. Mary, fill us in. What are we working with here? All right. So turning sand into pearls, I think it's a good place to start just because if you think about the process of a pearl, how is a pearl made? It started when, with a tiny grain of sand or salt in this oyster shell that over time, it's actually an irritation that over time turns into this beautiful jewel that's prized uh, and, and, and sought after. But what does it take to get it from the sand to the pearl? And I think, you, you know, if, if we're talking about employment or unemployment or someone's current situation, whether you're talking about a job or their health or a relationship that they're not happy with. Usually, you know, for, for something to turn into something great or beautiful, it, there was a catalyst. There was something in, in the beginning that wasn't quite right. And if we put it into context of this book or what we know a lot of people are going through in corporate America, in, in, in the job market, in the job world, there's something about that situation that isn't right. It doesn't feel right. It's 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 painful right it's a you can call it frustration you can call it um you, you know maybe you're tired of of experiencing ageism maybe you're tired of traveling on the weekends and missing out on you know spending watching your kids grow up going to soccer games and uh you know they the kids play things that are important to you and to your family or maybe you're just tired of being overlooked for a promotion that you know you worked hard for, um, you know, the corporate politics. There can be lots of different things that is considered your grain of salt, but the important thing is it doesn't have to stay there. It doesn't have to stay as a frustration. It can just be the starting point to help you get from where you are today to where you want to be tomorrow, in five years, in 10 years. The most important thing and I want to hear your uh, take on it. The most important thing is that that grain of salt, whatever that is for you, a grain of sand, is a catalyst that you leverage to create positive change. And Mel, what does it take to change from becoming from frustration to fascination? Great question. And this. I just, it ties back to mindset first and foremost. And what is, what is my mindset about this thing that's frustrating me? You can be frustrated all day long and it just kind of sits in the background and it's just something that you, it comes up every now and then or some little event happens and it just comes up again, but you never do anything about it. But 
what's your mindset around it are you feeling victimized are you feeling like it's happening to you there's nothing you can do to prevent it there's nothing you can do to change it it's um something that's just really unfortunate and you just have to muscle through get through it what i'm describing what we're talking about is called battered career syndrome and so many people suffer from this i'm sure many of you either have experienced this before in the past or you have friends or family who have suffered from this and when you think about either your mindset or their mindset around it what is it is it that victimized mindset where it's happening to me nothing's going to change or is there an ownership mindset around it and when you can shift from that i can't let any like nothing's going to change that victimized mindset to an ownership mindset, that's when you're going to take that frustration and that sand, that grain that's irritating you, and you're going to actually be able to start doing something about it. So instead of just sitting back and saying, oh my gosh, like it's, again, I just, I missed that promotion or, oh my gosh, I got laid off for the fourth time. Like instead of that mindset, it's okay. I'm tired of having to work 60 hours a week for someone else. I'm tired of missing my kids' um, school events and their games. What am I going to do about it? And it's that mindset shift. Just to, like, we're talking very high level here. Do you have anything specific or just something that kind of really depicts this mindset shift that can, that can happen that should happen yeah a, a couple of examples come to mind there's a few and this what we're talking about we're you know it's it's in this job employment space because that's that's what we talk about and and everything that we do but this this victim versus ownership mindset is something that per, can permeate every single you know if, if there's ever a situation where you're find yourself complaining or you know for whatever reason you identify hey this isn't working for me. I'm not happy in this situation. The next question is, what do you do about it? One thing that I think about um, that's very close to home is we had a family member who was experiencing like textbook battered career syndrome. Everything across the board, it, you know, was experiencing it and would would voice those frustrations to us, to to her family members and. It went on for not just months, for years. You know, it was something, it was a bad situation that got worse. And of course, you know, you empathize, you don't want them to be in that situation, but it came to a point where we said, you know what, right now, it's just a victim mindset. You can talk about this for another three years. I actually don't want to hear about it if you're not going to do anything about it. And so that was kind of, for us, that was kind of the line in the sand where we said, okay, you know, of course, we don't want you to be in this situation. This is horrible, but it's up to you to, to get out of this victim mindset where you're just, you know, voicing the frustration. How are you going to get out of the situation? How are you going to take ownership of where you're, where you are, where you don't want to be to where you want to be? Um, and, and that was the catalyst to, you know, start at a very, very small level. The next step was start interviewing other jobs, start looking and seeing what other jobs there are out there. It doesn't necessarily have to be business ownership, although of course we love to see people take that step into empowerment. But if you're not happy with your current situation, it is 100% up to you to get out of it, right? To take those steps. 
I think it's very easy to sit here and say that, right? Oh, you don't like your, your job? Get out of it. In reality, that is a huge step to make, and it can be very scary. It is scary. It's, 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 it's going from something that, whether you like it or not, it's comfortable. It's known. Making that shift, whether into another job, business ownership, making any kind of a change like that, a life change, is a big deal. So, Mel, if someone is in that space where they've identified, okay, I'm not happy with my current situation, I want to get into this this fascination place, right? I want to change my situation for the better. What is a small step that they can take towards taking ownership of their future from a, a, a job perspective? I look at this as it's, it's really exciting once someone is ready to take that first step because now, and this is what this podcast is based on this is what the entrepreneur source is about it's possibilities options and dreams and so once you are and and it says right here you know your next step begins with your possibilities options and dreams they all exist and they are within your grasp but to create the empowerment needed to reach them you must first transform your mindset which we talked about then we get into okay what's just one small step i can take you know with that family member what's that one step she took and it really is about educating yourself and gathering facts and figuring out what your possibilities, options, and dreams are. If you don't even understand what's available to you, then how are you supposed to kind of make those changes or start to make those changes? So that can look different for for different people. Like, for example, for myself, I am not that person who really goes and researches um, and goes into the data and looks up those things. For me, I would need to find someone who is an expert or someone who has more experience or knowledge in, um, in, for example, if I'm looking in self-sufficiency and business ownership, looking for someone who can help guide me that way. Other people might do a lot of that self-education and go out and look and research and gather data. And that for them is going to help them kind of understand, okay, what's next? What's out there? Um, and so regardless of how you are gathering data and who maybe you are leveraging to gather data and facts. And now I'm talking about like career and um, ownership around your career, like gathering facts around self-sufficiency, whether that is business ownership, whether it's another job, whether it's um, entrepreneurship, um, there's a lot of different things. Investing, who knows you know, exactly what it is, but regardless of how you're gathering that data, that's going to be the first step to empower yourself with that knowledge because once you have that you then can make an educated choice or an educated decision around where am i going to go from here and i think even though like even that education piece of it is so important but i think that another really important piece of it is actually identifying what it is that you're looking for and what your goals are. So you have this frustration, this grain of sand. Why are you frustrated? What is it about it that's causing this irritation and stress and anxiety? Once you have that, okay, what then do you actually want? What do you actually desire? 
small steps, but they're like getting you into the right direction. And we have something here called, we call it the past winning formula. Do you want to talk a little bit about like that piece of it and how you can incorporate that as one of your steps? Yeah, well, I think it's, it sums up what you were talking about. I think the just to summarize it a little bit, two steps is the first, just learning what possibilities are out there. So kind of expanding that comfort zone, expanding that horizon. So instead of just having your blinders on to your current situation, okay, this is one option. Here are five others that I didn't know about or I didn't know a lot about, which was scary. And now I know more. I think that's a huge first step, which you know, it, it kind of bridges that gap between point A and point B. The past winning formula, what you're talking about, I think it comes down to um, like self-awareness, self-reflection, and getting very clear about what it is that you want as much as what you don't want and being able to define that in terms that you can articulate. I think, you know, frustration, you know, if, if, if I went up to someone and was like, hey, how's work going? And they're like, oh, I hate my job, right? Okay, cool. What about it? Is it the people? Is it the management? Is it the, you don't like working with customers? Do you not like working with the team? Why, why is that um, your reaction? And so I think sometimes people just um, haven't taken that time to identify what it is that they either enjoy or don't enjoy. Uh, one, one conversation that is always really rewarding is asking people, okay, if you look back at your past career, maybe someone has been in, uh, you know, in a, has had a career for, you know, 20 to 30 years doing different things, different projects. And um, maybe if, if you asked them, you know, what was it about that 30 year span that you really enjoyed doing? There might be a, a common thread throughout multiple, you know, job environments or teams or projects that they've worked on that they've really, really enjoyed and, and never really thought about. So taking that time, whether that's an hour, maybe that's a, a day um, that you take to reflect on what was it in my past life that I really enjoyed, where I felt like I was able to leverage my strengths, my skill sets, the things that gave me energy, where I really felt like I provided value, what were those things? And on the very on the flip side, what were the things that drained me, made me feel frustrated, I didn't enjoy, um, that you know that really were a burden on me? And being able to define those things for yourself is extremely powerful. It doesn't have to take a long time. That can be like a two-hour exercise or a conversation with a friend. I agree a hundred percent. And at the end of the day, once you can see these different frustrations as a positive and you see it as okay this frustration um whatever it is is going to be the catalyst that's going to actually allow me to take the next step towards what i'm actually desiring like what i actually want and what i actually want for my life and my family and just seeing that there is a light at the end of the tunnel that frustration isn't the end-all be-all and it's not like it's a crazy huge step. It's just education, gathering facts, start somewhere. And, and, and then from there, you'll be able to, I think, build momentum. And especially once you have that like ownership mindset, all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh my goodness, I have the control. Like I can direct 
where I go from here. I'm not just locked into this nine to five employment where I, I'm not happy. I can actually do something that's going to create change or at least allow me to see what other options are out there, even if I don't do anything about it. At least I knew I did my homework <laughs> so I can move from there. Yeah, I think it, it comes down to that mindset and that's going to be the unlock for a lot of possibilities mm -hmm. to come your way. And then you're also open to seeing and finding opportunities where maybe you wouldn't have seen them before. And just to, just one final thing, you know, talking about everything, these, these small next steps that someone can take. There are people out there who, whose job it is to help with these specific steps, identifying what, what someone wants right in their, you know, your career 2.0 what does that look like um and and just being that sounding board asking questions that maybe you you wouldn't have thought to ask yourself as well as having access to resources to provide you with the education um, so that you are aware of the different possibilities that are out there again that maybe you wouldn't have found on your own or maybe that's a first step for someone is just knowing that there's someone out there who's willing and really, really excited to have those types of conversations with, with people like you every single day. So thanks for joining us today as we explore possibilities, options, and dreams and keep an open mind and just remember what's possible.